everybody. Welcome back to another episode of State of the Shunion. I'm your co-host, Ryan Landry. I'm your co-host, Tanner Young. And if you're listening online, put down that damn phone, shut this app, and open up the YouTube app and watch it because it's a video episode. And you know what that means? It's an interview. We are joined today by none other than special guest, Joe Champ. Joe, thank you for being on the show here. Claps and chat. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for being really here. Really happy to be here. Yeah. Aww. So, Joe... You are. What's your What's your official title with the company? Uh, I'm the CEO and co-founder. Okay. Ooh. So, of Lean Doers, a slipper company based out of New Orleans. So, thank you for being on the show. We've known each. How long have we known each other? Gosh, that's a good question. That's been a while. Yeah, at least probably more than seven years. I would say seven and a half years. Seven and a half. Wow. Yeah. I remember yeah. the day specifically. Yeah. So, we've <laughs> yeah. known each other from playing music for a while. Yeah. Um, and then. Two years ago, or yeah, two years ago, we were both at uh, one Mr. Kanye West event, mm -hmm. a Sunday service yes. at a church down here. I look down at your feet and I ask you, what are you wearing? Yeah. What the hell are you wearing? <laughs> yeah. And it's Lean Doers. So, uh, man, thanks for coming on the show. Really looking forward to just kind of finding out more about the company, talking about them. You... um. I don't know. Have you looked into these probably as much as I have just scrolling through Instagram, fantasizing about getting a pair? I, I did. I looked into them at the, well, after the Kanye concert, uh, lovely that Kanye brought us together. It know? really is. It's yeah. all things. Uh, yeah. yeah. Cause I loved the flex of being like, Hey, what are you wearing? And being like, oh, I make it sell. <laughs> uh, and I was like, wow, that is how often do you run into yeah. people saying that? And I did look into them and I was like, these things are mean in a good yeah. way. Ooh. They'll take your lunch money, but then also buy you a cupcake. You know what I mean? <laughs> do you have someone in marketing already, or do you need someone? Yeah, no, I, I was think... about to ask if I could steal that for, like, an ad. Yeah. Abso absolutely. <laughs> this, is not, this is an interview, but kind of more of a job interview rather than, like, Yeah, a... no, we're always looking to expand, so. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So, for anyone that doesn't know, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, kind of maybe where'd you grow up, and, like, what do you do now on a day-to-day? -day? Yeah. Uh, so, I grew up in Lafayette, Louisiana. Mm -hmm. It's, like, an hour and a half from here. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to UL Lafayette for undergrad. Okay. And there I had a lot of fun, did a lot of ridiculous things and kind of um fell in love with um entrepreneurial endeavors and mm -hmm. silly stuff. Yeah. So that was kind of like who I was okay. at UL Lafayette. And uh now I'm at Tulane Law. And uh so that's my like primary focus mm -hmm. is graduating law school. Mm -hmm. Um yeah. so that's uh that's kind of a load. But then, so in 2018, uh, my current business partner, Ben Sego, okay, sends me this crayon drawing that he drew <laughs> of a thick-soled slipper. And it was like the month after I graduated college, so I had nothing going on. Apparently, he sent it to like 20 people, this yeah. picture. And oh, I was the only group idiot. text or just scattershot? <laughs> scattershot. Yeah, he was just like trying to see if anyone thought this was a good idea. Yeah. And yeah, it was a month after I graduated college. I don't think I had much going on. And I was like, that's brilliant. Mm. And he pitched it to me. He was like, hey, my parents just came back from a trip um, to Europe. Okay. And they brought back some hotel slippers. So mm -hmm. it's like that silhouette where it cuts off at the midsole. Yeah. It's like, but I wear them to my mailbox and back. They fall apart. Um, and then you can buy like those furry Uggs or whatever to kind of wear around town. Yeah. Um, then the fur gets all gross and they're hot and all yeah. those things. Yes. Um, so his initial pitch was basically like a slipper you can wear anywhere. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was brilliant. Um, we started working on it and, you know, we're, neither of us are shoe guys or were shoe guys. I yeah. guess maybe we're transitioning into that. 
Um, so your first question is like, how the hell do you make a shoe? <laughs> <laughs> and so you how go do to, you go from crayon drawing to what's sitting on the table right <laughs> yeah, here? Yeah, exactly. So you go to Google and you type in, how the hell do you make a shoe? <laughs> and uh, so it's been a long process. I can go. Yeah, I can go more into that. But yeah. Yeah. No, that's you, great. You want that's the, great. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Give us all. Yeah, please take it. Take us through it. So, I mean, you get the you get the text. You look, was there any skepticism of like, we've never made a shoe. This guy's never made a shoe. Like, or you just, you knew a good idea when you saw it. I saw it. No, I was a believer from like Sega. Yeah. Yeah. Were you, uh, I mean, do you, was your undergrad a background in like business or like, like, like economics, economics. Okay. okay. So, so, so yeah, I was somewhat business oriented, but you yeah. don't really learn anything in business school. So I don't know if that's <laughs> someone any... that graduated business school at UL. Yeah. I can vouch for that. <laughs> okay. I would say. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Sorry, you will. Yeah, it's um, an attack ad already, I guess, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure most people in business, most MBAs would be like, do not get involved with shoes. Yeah. Because fashion's like the riskiest industry. Shoes being the riskiest subset of that risky industry. Yeah. Nice. Um, so, yeah, there's no, um, let's say it was just like a, it's, it started off as a passion project for sure. Yeah, yeah. It was, I really want a good pair of slippers. I don't want slides. You're standing on a thin piece of rubber mm-hmm. with a logo so big on it, you may as well get paid by Nike to be wearing those things. That's- and your toes are out. That's the worst thing. <laughs> People don't really talk about that, but your toes being out in slides is disgusting. Yeah. Okay. Then either that or you have to wear socks. And, and that's, so, that's not a look. Yeah. So that's so, not a thing. Yeah. There's so many different problems that we were trying to solve with mm-hmm. this. And I think we effectively did that. Yeah. Um, and so a little, and yeah, rewind to June of 2018. Mm-hmm. Ben sends me this picture. I'm um, at a camp for kids who have special needs. Mm-hmm. And I'm with a friend who is um, wheelchair bound. Okay. And we, uh, it was basically like 24-7 just hanging out with him, wheeling him around or, you know, doing whatever he needed. And he was really proud that he, he was graduating high school at that point. He was really proud and he kept telling me how like now he, he's can dress himself and do everything for himself yeah. every morning. Um, but if we're ever running late to breakfast or whatever, which I run late to a lot of things, so that happened quite often, um, he would, I would have to put on his shoes for him because it took him a little bit to get his, the heel around his heel, yeah, yeah. kind of pull him up. I think they were like Sperry's or um, tennis shoes or something. Okay. And I was like, why is he wearing, why isn't he wearing slides or why isn't he wearing slippers? Mm-hmm. And so I realized he's wearing shoes that, his friends wear because he wants to fit in. He doesn't want to be yeah. otherized by his footwear choices. Yeah. And slippers are typically associated with um, the differently able to the elderly or, you know, lazy people or whatever. Sure. Um, so when, and Ben sent me this drawing as I was going to this camp. Mm-hmm. So it just immediately clicked. I was like, okay, we're going to call them slippers. We're going to like co-op the images of a slipper and make them cool. And then also so our core design principle for all of the shoes we make is accessibility. Okay. Um, so these are incredibly accessible. As you can see, you can, they're hands-free. Yeah. Um, but the issue with them being um, fully adaptive for everyone is there's no security on the back. Right. There's no like uh, lockdown or heel. Right. Heel so these work for a lot of people and we're proud of them. They're like our flagship shoe. Mm-hmm. Um, we call them the leans based on lean doers. Yeah. And, uh, so, but we're working on a lean two, which okay. has a securing mechanism on it. Okay. Wow. We hope it, it can come out this year, but we're not entirely sure. So, sure. Yeah. So that's kind of like the heart of the company. Okay. 
So fun, goofy, but then we also have like a very serious um, design discipline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got like a real reason for what you're doing. It's not just I need. I mean, it might have started initially from like I need a comfy shoe to wear to the mailbox, but it's not just the mailbox shoe, right? A mailbox slipper. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And so, and that was that was just something that was bouncing around in my head. Um, I didn't even tell Ben that story until months and months later. That that was part of the reason why like it clicked to my head yeah. like oh there's a serious opportunity here there's also like a need in fashion to be more friendly mm-hmm. um yes. because the i think part of the reason why tennis shoes are such a big deal is because of this ridiculous hustle culture grind yeah so you always have to be you have to have this image that you're visually on the move all the time mm-hmm. i think that's why per- people wear sneakers um w- women wear yoga pants all the time because it's this constant like movement kind of thing so okay. We're intentionally like trying to make things look cool that are signaling less movement, more rest. Yeah. Um, so it's about recovery wear, accessibility, um, and all those things. Man, that's a great answer. Yeah. That's wow. <laughs> that's a really good reason to make a slipper. Yeah. I would say. Yeah, yeah. Well, that yeah. I mean, just like you said, with the, I feel like everything just kind of like pieced together at like this perfect moment. You know what I mean? Like you being at the camp, you could really visualize like there is a need for this, and I think what you said resonates super super well with me of I'm going to take something that's not cool that signalizes late, you know, like you said, laziness and not motivated. And I'm going to, I'm going to turn it around. I'm going to say, no, let's, let's change the whole game here. You can be, you know, and you know, you could be comfortable. You could be on the move. You can wear these everywhere. Uh, Just all the motivations for starting it are just like, like you said, just, they're just, so good that obviously some good products have come and then good on y'all for understanding the limitation of what the product you'll have now. Then be like, mm-hmm. okay, well, how, what can we do to make this more accessible to more people? You know, mm-hmm. like I said, yeah. just I think that motivation that you had from being at the camp and then seeing someone um, who could use some assistance, but also wanting to have that fashion. Mm-hmm. So y'all are having that balance of like, how do we do lean into this heavy fashion, but also staying grounded with, we want functionality and we want accessibility. Right. Um, and I think y'all hit it really, really well um, with, you know, both versions you'll have. And then, like you said, being able to say, okay, st- something still needs to be improved. Let's, let's, yeah, let's make take that it to the next level. Yeah. 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 I mean, having, having that, that, that grounding mentality is just like mm. so good. You're, I, I feel like there's not a lot of companies that you can really attach yourself to that, also have a really good background of mm-hmm. their motivation so mm-hmm. that's awesome yeah well thanks and uh and to be yeah more clear what we're doing is called universal design okay so you design for the most extreme cases mm-hmm. and that's in really where innovation lies is in the margins like that mm-hmm. so you design for the differently abled you design for the elderly the people with serious footwear needs but then you also make it to where guys like me guys like y'all like to wear them, can yeah. wear them. So when we at when we release the lean two and there's a securing mechanism on it, it's mm-hmm. just going to make it better for everyone. Right, exactly. Um, so we're so we're not a adaptive wear because adaptive wear is what um, the shoe market for differently abled people is called. We're not an okay. adaptive wear company. Okay, we we are a slipper company. Yeah, and this is just our core design principle. Yeah, um, and that's and this is how we are seeking to drive innovation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's great. Like you're saying that like in you're still innovating, you're still evolving, but in doing so, you're not alienating or losing part of your audience or part of your purpose or part of your mission. You know, right. it's just 
continuing to progress, progress and get better on something. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I love you saying we are a, a, a slipper company, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And not an adaptive company because I think one of the more important things to do is to just, maybe you have people in mind who do need some, some assistance or something like that. But I feel like putting it in that market almost makes it even more like kind of how you said where he was wheelchair bound, he was struggling, but he wanted that. He was like, I would, I'll take the struggle because I want to fit in. Right. And by saying, no, we are a slipper company. Exactly. It's the, it takes that stigma off of it. And now it's like, no, I'm wearing something that is cool. It's dope. It's fine. You know what I mean? It's, it's not something that's made for, Right, elderly or people with with any type of special need. This is a slipper. Any anybody and everybody's wearing this, so you're not alienating anybody or making them feel you're, weird because they need assistance. You you're know, not right. conforming them to cool. You're conforming cool to them, basically. Yeah, exactly. That, that right there is yeah. that right there is is just it's unbelievably phenomenal. cool with yeah. me. I work yeah. with uh, uh, children with autism. Mm. Uh, so hearing something like that, like hearing somebody say that this is the I'm changing the narrative. You know, mm-hmm. is just to me just super powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that and and once again, you if you find these cases and you say, let's design a shoe for everyone to remove the stigma, but you innovate on these. So autism, for example, there's a lot of sensory issues with yeah. clothing and fabric. So mm-hmm. um, that's not something we currently have in the pipeline. But yeah, maybe a shoe that's sensory f- friendly. That's like another thing. Um, and yeah, and I I've just found that like the adaptive market is like looking to just make everything it's almost like a transformer yeah like it looks like a, a, a regular <laughs> oh, shoe yeah. but there's like yeah. a zipper on the back or like whatever and those companies are great there's a lot of great companies that do yeah. that and i'm not knocking on any of them we're just trying to do something different yeah um so it's like yeah we're going to take this the design of a slipper this is not trying to be something it's not right mm-hmm. yeah. um and but we're going to make it functional and uh secure and extremely comfortable yeah absolutely these are the most comfortable shoes you'll ever wear i don't doubt it yeah okay Take it, uh, take us then from, you know, that day at camp, maybe when you had that realization or when you got the crayon drawing to what's sitting on the table, what was that road like going from drawing to maybe first prototype or first design? Okay. So that was, yeah, that was June of 2018. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ben and I just started Googling. We found this guy on Upwork who had worked for Reebok, I believe. Is Upwork kind of like a Fiverr thing? Like where you can go and hire someone who's got a yeah. skill okay yeah i don't know, really know the difference between the two Me either yeah um no one does <laughs> so we found this guy um and his name's joel mm-hmm. call him daddy joel <laughs> if you ever see this mr joel could you just you. lean into the mic and say daddy joel daddy joel we're gonna use that for Some, something unrelated but <laughs> asmr for um yeah. joel but yeah so we kind of told him his idea and there was a lot of like going back and forth going from like this weird drawing to yeah. an actual tech pack yeah which that's the um the pdf drawing where you can send to a manufacturer okay and it's like okay like everything's labeled this is what this material is this sure. is what this material is color palette um, exploded view everything like that kind of exactly okay. so going from uh ben's drawing to anything we could prototype or sample yeah. um, was like several months. That was like the rest of 2018 was just like emailing back and forth okay. and him working on this tech pack. Um, and that time was, it was great. I, I mean, me and Ben would, were not secretive about what we we're doing. We're going yeah. around telling everyone we're starting a slipper company. <laughs> yeah. And we were just the biggest laughing stocks. It was so, we were just relishing in it because we knew 
everyone's gonna laugh at us but when we pull it off they're just gonna be like oh crap and <laughs> they uh, actually did it and i yeah, want it now yeah, yeah we had so much in retrospect like it, it felt like self-confidence in the moment but i think it was just like young-eyed naivety yeah. and optimism which is what every entrepreneur needs yeah. is a bit of stupidity yeah, to get absolutely. them through that first door sure um stumbling through and then you're like oh wait um but anyway <laughs> <laughs> probably uh, shouldn't have done that yeah yeah uh so yeah so he made the tech pack then he had a factory in China who was mm-hmm. sampling for us and we got a few samples, but their quoted price was pretty high. It, okay. was, it was a very good factory and very good samples, but it was just out of our price range. Yeah. Um, so Ben uh, started taking these samples and he started going on Alibaba and looking for other manufacturers. Mm. And when he found, when he felt comfortable with the manufacturer, he, he sent them the samples. Yeah. And so then they're like, oh, we can make this. And they started sending um, samples back and that was 2019 that whole summer we were trying to get the biggest thing was getting the top right yeah because it really does hold onto your foot okay like the, when you're walking around first you're like oh this is weird i don't have a heel yeah on but it feels like a shoe hmm. but the top really does hold to your foot okay um so getting the the fitting on it was probably the difficult part yeah and so we um we're like okay these are the final samples we put in the order mm-hmm. which was scary just like sending <sighs> tons of money well not tons of money but a significant but portion enough over, for you know, a, a recent college yeah. grads over, yeah, yeah. Yes, to yeah. china and yeah. uh we're like well let's hope we get some products good yeah like we actually receive product and that's good mm-hmm. and so we that was that summer of 2019 several months go by and it took forever for the shipment to get here and then the we got samples in October. Mm-hmm. So like, let's make some marketing material with samples. Right. They didn't fit any of the models, which is hilarious. <laughs> so like we, uh, we had this, we have this amazing photographer that works with us sometimes um, named Dominic Richard. And mm-hmm. uh, she came up with a super cool, amazing photo shoot. We had real models and like, mm-hmm. we're walking around with these like goofy shoes that don't fit. And like, we didn't even know when they were coming in. Yeah. And if they're going to be good or anything. You're like, you're booking the shoot. You don't even have the product at hand yet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious and, uh, and stressful. And this was my first semester of law school and Ben's first semester of uh, business school. Mm-hmm. He's, he's getting his MBA. Uh. And uh, <laughs> so we do that. And then we're like, okay, we think they're coming in and like, couple weeks so we launched Mm pre-orders that's when i saw y'all at the kanye show yeah yeah, yeah. i was wearing some of the samples and uh sold out of pre-orders like the amount we were because we're doing a a deal and like we're like only this much okay so the pre-orders went super well and we're like holy crap we're onto something well no i was like holy crap i hope these are good because like like my mom bought a pair (laughs) like i don't want to rip off like half my friends and family Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's like a like i was those pre-order to when they arrived were i was so stressed out yeah it was just like i yeah i'm either going to like everyone's gonna hate me like i ripped everybody off or it's gonna be great yeah um turns out it was great yeah um we had some issue with the sizing chinese sizes are smaller Mm. so we have we had to like relabel everything okay um so like we thought the biggest size was gonna be a 12 it's really 11 and like moved everything down okay so that was a huge hurdle yeah Um, so the rest of 2019 was figuring out sizing stuff. Yeah. But when they did fit people, they loved them. Um, <laughs> when so, we got it right, we nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was 2019. Um, yeah. So jump in with any questions. I can just go yeah. through. I can just talk this whole time. But I mean, so I guess you you kind of you kind of hit on the the that time between figuring it out 
and, and making those little mistakes and stuff like that. Uh, and I know you said like the pre-order sold out and it almost made you feel more nervous. Yeah, it was worse. Things like that. Is it, has it gotten better? Is it, or do you still kind of feel that anxiousness of like product moving and stuff like that? Do you worry about that? Or is it, are, are y'all, are y'all kind of like in a good groove right now where you're like, okay, we've got this thing going and we're moving. Uh, n- yeah, no, the anxiety never goes away. But <laughs> that particular anxiety, like I hope I don't rip off a bunch of people. Yeah. Which I wouldn't have. We would have. Worst case scenario, we would just return the refund yeah, everybody. Just, yeah, yeah. But um, that fear is not there anymore. It's like, okay, this is a damn good shoe, mm-hmm. and I'm very confident in it. You're gonna like this shoe. Yeah. Um, that's there. But now it's like different problems. Yeah. Like this past summer, we were rolling Facebook ads, and we were just moving so many, and then we had a supply issue. Okay. Um. So it's like it. Every day there's a new problem. There's just right, something yeah. else to yeah. worry about. It never stops. It's just different. Right, yeah. right, exactly. So, yeah. first pair, okay, you came out with those late 2019. Mm-hmm. What, changing, the, changing the structure of that, what made y'all do it? Feels, it feels so quick from, mm-hmm. the, from your, the, the first ones that y'all have to this new... The black ones. The new yeah. black ones, yeah. yeah. So, it, it seems so quick to, to change, I guess, silhouette. Uh, and, and make a lot of adjustments. Like, what what made y'all make that adjustment? Not just ride out with this one. Was it just feedback? Was it was it y'all thinking that as soon as y'all got them, like the the product that y'all had, y'all like, okay, these are now that we have them in hand, we can make adjustments. And you knew what needs to be improved. What? Mm-hmm. Because I just feel like it's so quick to make a an updated version of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's a great point. Um, I yeah, I think the lean Z's, which are the black ones, it was primarily driven by feedback. Okay. Um, the two big upgrades on these are they're much lighter. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, they're I think they're like half the weight of the original. Oh ones. wow, that is much lighter. Something. Yeah, they're significantly lighter, and yeah. then there's arch support. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know a lot about this category of sliver. Like you said, I'm a pretty basic guy that has a twenty dollar pair of slides because I was the chump who on the pre orders I waited because I was like, oh, I hope they make a black pair. Yeah. And then I waited too long, so. But I feel like arch support is probably not something common that you find in slippers like that. They're normally all flat right. bottom because they're not made for all day wear, whereas these are, you know? Exactly. So that was like a very important thing we had to add. And then yeah. we were, I mean, like, I think those are probably those blue ones right there, are probably the last pair of lean ones of that size that are that big. Okay. Um, so we were running out like this summer of those. Yeah. And so um, with the pandemic, um, supply supply chains were all messed up i was gonna international shipping was a nightmare yeah so we decided to move our manufacturing to mexico okay and so that's where these current ones are made um and yeah it's it's been great um we love our new manufacturer and um Mm -hmm. we're probably gonna stick with them for the foreseeable future yeah Yeah. so is the plan that these are two different silhouettes or is the lindsay's made to be an update to yeah, it's really an upgraded ones. pair. Okay. Yeah, I gotcha. mean, it's the, okay. yeah, it's the same hotel slipper inspiration with the right. pixel. And I love the uh, the soles, the, the uh, yeah. outsole. What do you call it, like the shark tooth? Yeah, the shark teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah I the love shark those. Teeth. Yeah. And then like the tiger striping over the top. Yeah, it's a, uh, like where is the, I'd say the lean one is a much more relaxed kind of muted one. This one does have a much more aggressive oh, yeah. look to it. Yeah. 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 Which the, is cool to see in a slipper. The Z, exactly, it. It, I think the the lean Z is definitely it shows that this is a this is an all day wear 
mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. whereas the 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 lean one has that kind of like that house slipper feel yeah you know of just like yeah this is something that like when it's cold you put on your house you go run to the mailbox but the z definitely has that look of like no this is something that like if you're going somewhere and you want to wear it mm-hmm. it can be in an outfit you know what i mean you're not yeah that guy eating at a restaurant in slippers it's it's a it's it, it's going out you yeah know, it can I mean, work with an outfit yeah those truly are yeah i think we we really turned up the dial on the aesthetics um i did try i mean like i went to like networking events wearing a suit and khakis and these yeah <laughs> and yeah it didn't really go over too well but um <laughs> i I, th- I think i could confidently do that in the lean z's unfortunately i haven't had any opportunities with the pandemic yeah um but yeah mm-hmm. so yeah we're really happy with the new ones um yeah 2020 was crazy year yeah um lots of ups and downs but it's been it's been great yeah yeah do you see with everyone well i mean now we're i don't know i don't want to say on the tail end of it but now that we're so far into the pandemic but did you see towards the beginning or the middle of when it really all started a surge in people working from home did you guys see sales go with that as well of people looking for because i mean like tanner and i talk about this all the time we're both really big sneakerheads, but like if i'm working from home what's the point in putting on jeans and a pair of Jordan ones that are going to take me a minute to put on or put off, but right. I still want to wear something on my foot. Did you guys see that kind of spike in the market or not at first? Not quite at first. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a, we had to do a big shift in strategy because um, one of the issues was they are great shoes. We're really confident in them, but they mm-hmm. look weird. They like, you've <laughs> never seen a shoe. They, you've they're, never seen a shoe like that. Yeah, yeah. So they are I very wanted unique. to get, yeah. but as soon as someone touched them, they're always like, oh, these are great shoes. Yeah, and they yeah. try them on, they're like, oh, these are great. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to do like boutique retail, like just slow growth, mm-hmm. um, like uh, sneaker politics, like just stories yeah. like that. Um, yeah. So then the pandemic hits. So we go straight to Facebook ads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Took off. We're doing, yeah, great numbers. And then we had a supply issue. Yeah. Um, so that slowed everything down. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the work from home thing is big and I think I don't think it's going anywhere. Okay. I think when people do return to work fully, people are going to be dressing differently. I would I would agree. So that was yeah, it it helped the work from home stuff really helps cuz part of the the message is like anti-hustle culture. Yeah. Yeah. And intentionally wearing comfortable clothes, intentionally wearing restwear. Yeah. Um so yeah, we're we're going to be moving into like other apparel too. Mm-hmm. I think we may be launching um uh socks soon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so to and then to deliver on the universal design aspect of that, we are designing the socks with um diabetic um people in mind. Okay. Because diabetic people have certain uh needs in their sock wear. Really? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, That's interesting. yeah, it's like certain restrict like like tight and yeah, the material. There's a lot there's a lot with socks wow. and diabetic. Yeah. yeah, there's quite a few. Yeah, so we're so now we're going to try to make diabetic socks cool and sell them to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't have enough of a challenge already. You're looking for the next one. No, we got to keep going, dude. Yeah. We, yeah, I want to I want to I want to raise my anxiety levels. <laughs> hey, yeah. there you go. Up up up. Yeah. Hey, it keeps yeah. you moving. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, sick. I think at this point we're going to take a little uh, break to hear from this week's sponsor. Yep. Tanner, who do we got on board for this week? <laughs> Long-time listeners, okay, you know this is a running bit that we do where we fake sponsors. Shit you not. <laughs> <laughs> we actually have a sponsor. Actual sponsor. Okay. Lean Doers. Okay. We are actually sponsored by Lean Doers. So, people, if you're watching this, if you're listening to this, okay, hopefully you are watching this because you can see how amazing these mm-hmm. are look. I'm telling you. In hand, they actually do, like you said, when you feel them, it's different. They're different. Leandoers.com, okay? Promo code SHOE Podcast. 
Okay. Getting some discount. 25%. 25 off. 25%. I didn't know if we had important. the number. We have the number. 25% yeah. That's nothing off. to be shy about. That's a whole quarter. I might go use it. Well, it's going to be I'm, more than a quarter, but 25% <laughs> off. Yeah. Leandoers.com. Boom. All right. We'll be right back. And we're back. So right before I think we cut to the break, we kind of got to the end of 2019. So pick it up. What does 2020 look like for lean doers? What was last year like? So, yeah, last year was a whirlwind. Like every everyone else's last year was just yeah. um, something else, something your grandchildren are going to ask you about. Mm-hmm. Um, so it started off pretty unique for us. We uh, So Ben, my business partner, um, he had a friend who does social media stuff in the fashion sphere. Okay. She was running a, she was previously running a, the Instagram page of a production house who does shows in New York Fashion Week. Okay. Because New York Fashion Week's like all over the city and there's different mm-hmm. production houses who do different shows. Okay. And so we sent her a pair. She sent them to the production house and we got invited to come and participate. And was that your goal in sending her a pair or was it just like, I don't remember. This was like, yeah, yeah, Ben was just like, hey, I think we got invited to New York Fashion Week. He showed me the email. I was like, this is a joke, right? (laughs) Hey, I think, yeah. Yeah. It might be spam. One of the top fashion uh, events in the world. Maybe. Right. Right. Yeah. So uh, we were were floored and like, we're still just completely out of our depth in the fashion world and the shoe world. Still are. But, you know, a year ago, it was, the waters were even um, deeper. Mm -hmm. And so... We're like, we can't say no to this. Yeah. So we packed a suitcase, like a massive suitcase full of shoes. Yeah. And went to New York Fashion Week. And, uh, and you're talking like four to six months into having a working version, like into. Oh, let's. You yeah. got them in like what? November. October? In November. November. So three months into having yeah. your final production version. Sure. Let's go to New York Fashion Week. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Okay. We're both in. Um, yeah. We're both in grad school. Yeah. And Tulane Law, like. You have to sign a contract saying you're not going to work your first year. Oh, okay. Because the first year of law school is stressful and all that stuff. So yeah. I had to like hide all this from the administration. Okay. Well, I didn't it's... want them to find out. Yeah. So, um, sorry. <laughs> I don't know if that's what you wanted to drop on the recording, but sorry, okay. Dean Gaunt. Um, <laughs> yeah. I started a company. Yeah. I was... <laughs> you're not not supposed to work well i didn't work i started a company i guess true i wasn't employed by anybody exactly yeah hey loophole yeah we're luring our way out of this you don't need law school (laughs) you mastered the technique of getting out of contracts um so yeah so we go and yeah i remember the first night we uh we had we had an airbnb and we accidentally uh booked it in harlem and we like arrive in harlem at midnight (laughs) <laughs> and so these, two, and like we have this massive suitcase. It's probably like half my height. We're rolling around trying to find our Airbnb. We're like, this is not. This is Nothing we did not start this tours. off right. Yeah. 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 So we show up the first day, and they were like, "Who are you guys?" And like, it took us f- them forever to give us our passes. Okay. And uh, yeah, so we're just downstairs with a bunch of designers and models, and we're just like, well, "What the hell are we supposed to do?" <laughs> yeah. And so finally, the person who invited us comes up. She's great, um, and she's just kind of like. Yeah, this is what you make of it. So like, okay. Oh, wow. So it became, we're like, okay, we're going to be networking. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so, and it was this three-story building. You have the basement where um, the downstairs production, the room, and then upstairs where there's a bar and like all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff. 
So it was uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, it was four days okay. of probably 15-hour days running up three stories, Ooh, just meeting people. That'll get the legs. Yeah. And um, so it was, it was the most exhausting weekend of our lives. Mm-hmm. And we, were, we knew we were fish out of water. So we're like, let's just play into that angle. Mm-hmm. So when you meet people in New York, wonderful Wonderful town, mm-hmm. wonderful city, <laughs> real but every- small, quaint little village of <laughs> yeah, New York. But everyone there is just like, "Hi, my name's Joe, and this is what I do." Like, it's just immediately, here's my resume. Sure. Yeah. So it's very different coming from Louisiana. We're like, right? Where are your parents from? You know, like, questions <laughs> yeah. like that. Who's your mom and them? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So we're like, let's just lean in. Let's be who we are. Yeah. And so they would kind of write off the resume and be like, and we're like, yeah, we're just swamp rats. We don't really know what we're doing here. <laughs> And uh, and like the first couple days, people were giving us weird looks with these because um, yeah. I don't know if you can really call, especially the the newer ones are way cooler, they're way cleaner. Mm. But I don't know if you can call the originals like high fashion. Yeah, great I, house I shoes, great slippers, but sure. I don't know if it's high fashion. Yeah. So we're getting a lot of weird looks. So we so throughout the weekend, we we're like pivoting what we're saying about them. So so we started getting really good responses. Oh, you're figuring out what's the right thing to ah, say. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we go. finally started saying we're a backstage brand. That's what Ooh. started to work. And so everybody downstairs started wanting them. And then by the end of the week, like all of the models were wearing them when they're doing hair and makeup. Wow. And like we would, for weeks afterwards, we'd get DMs and they'd be like, hey, I was a model in New York Fashion Week. Can I have a free pair of slippers? And we're like, no. <laughs> this is Here's a business. the link to buy them. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's like yeah. the link's in our bio. Yeah. Um, we had one suitcase of free slippers. You missed it. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was great. And then um, we made a great connection. So we... You know, like the less popular shows, they'll let us sit up front row. Okay. And so I'm sitting there, and I'm wearing the slippers, and then every now and then our logo would come up and pictures of them. And the guy next to me is like looking up, and I'm like, oh, yeah, these are ours. <laughs> yeah. And we started talking no to deal. him. Great guy. Um, he works for, he's the a VP of a renewable energy company based in LA. Oh, wow. And uh, so we just started talking to him, and um, he's like, I think you'll have something cool going on. We give him a pair, mm-hmm. loves them. And um, so now he's like our chief advisor mm, and okay. he's helped us build out um, a board of advisors. So, mm. so we're more of a real company now. We're not just these uh, couple of goofballs, yeah. like, you know, just stumbling through things and Two the college students making a slipper on a whim. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And so the, the, our advisory board is just top notch, like uh, people from Estee Lauder, Macy's. Um, like it's pretty, it's pretty incredible what Nick has put together yeah. um, for us. And then, um, yeah, and so also we brought to New York Fashion Week this guy we brought on who, his name's Louis Bernard. He's currently, he's also a grad student too. So we um, we have a type. Triple threat. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, but he had previously worked in marketing and so he understands sales funnels and, you know, so, so like if you were following us for a while, it's like, oh, all of a sudden things started looking really good. <laughs> that was That was like when Louis started uh, really getting involved our equivalent of that is like we went from me shooting on my iphone to bringing houston on board yeah, yeah. so he it was, was like, like now we know definitely scroll through our feed and be like that's when ryan stopped taking all the pictures okay <laughs> right yeah, yeah there's like a solid before and after um and so he's our current coo chief mm-hmm. operating officer and amazing guy very charismatic and is 100 behind the vision um we're super fortunate to have him on board um so yeah that's the core team and then we have the um board of advisors yeah which are which these, again i'm sorry i couldn't do it i know you, you texted me i've been me. begging you man i yeah, mean again. maybe i hopefully i convinced you today but um yeah i mean thank you again for coming on the, the <laughs> show but i'm real tied up outside of this yeah yeah um so yeah so that was february march 
the pandemic hit, so mm-hmm. our strategy shifted. We were fine just selling slow, getting into retail, getting word of mouth going. Um, but the pandemic hit, and we're like, okay, let's start pumping some ads. Yeah. And it took off, and we it quickly got out of control, like mm-hmm. the amount we were selling, which is a good problem to have, but still a problem. Yeah. yeah. So we shifted to Mexico uh, so we could have more control over the supply, more reliability, and um, with the pandemic, it was just very difficult. And quicker transit time, I would imagine, than Way from China? Quick. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, so sample, the sampling process is quick. Yeah. That's um, nice. It, they get here in like a week. I think. So you can make wow. your adjustments like so. super quick. Yeah. 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 And the our rep at the factory is just very accessible. Like we, we call them and talk okay. to them. Yeah. Um, and then when the pandemic's over, we're going to go visit them, which is going to be fun. Nice. Oh, yeah. there you go. Yeah. You now should. you get to shake yeah. the hands of the yeah. people. Yeah, I do like how uh, pandemic hit, and uh, most companies, I'm assuming, probably were like, "Okay, we're probably gonna have some issues with overseas. Okay, we should probably maybe slow down." I like how you also just said, "Nah, we're gonna do the opposite of that. We want we want more people to have these, just yeah. even exactly. more." Yeah, like you said, you definitely are like, "No, I need anxiety. I need the stress." Yes, you because, saw an opportunity. Yeah. yeah, clearly, obviously, the innovation is there. Yeah, um, and they're working. I guess, like you said, if I'm gonna have a problem, I'd rather it be. A problem I want, yeah. Rather than a problem I don't have. So it you're like, problem seekers, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there you go. You're Seeking like, I want, problems. I want more people wanting them and less shoes, and then figure it out. So, what? How long? How long did it take you to switch manufacturers? I know you had said like when you first got your first one overseas in China. It, you know there was there was a lot of it, it. seemed like it took a while. You know you wanted to make sure you were on the right one. So yeah. How long did it take you from saying okay we've got this issue? Well, I'm, I'm assuming a month maybe. Oh, to get your manufacturer to find the new now one? to Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. Several weeks, probably, yeah. probably okay. a couple months to find it. We were very fortunate with this fact we found. Yeah. Um, cause it, yeah, most shoes are made in, um, Asia, mm-hmm. sure. Vietnam, China. Um, sure. so yeah, we're very fortunate to be able to shift to North America. Mm-hmm. It took a while. Um, Ben found them. Ben's uh great with supply chain stuff. So yeah, we're, we're just uh, very fortunate to be in the position we're in and that we're, yeah, we make house shoes in the pandemic hit. So we're like, yeah, let's roll them out. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. for real, you definitely saw, okay, well, how can we, how can we make this work for us? You know? And like I said, just with finding a manufacturer, I couldn't imagine seven weeks seems like, I guess it seems like a while, but it, considering that I'm assuming you also had, I don't even know, hundreds of thousands of companies also in the same boat. Of, right. We also now need, so the fact that you were able to, find a new manufacturer and then start that process with them of like, you know, see, you said sending that PDF and getting that relationship built seven yeah. weeks during a pandemic when you're also trying to compete with other companies. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. Clearly yeah. whenever the anxiety and trust hits y'all, uh, y'all work. Well, those people th- fold. That well, finding that fact here, I have to give entirely all the credit to Ben cause he, he found them, but yeah, we, we thrive off anxiety and uh, the more, the longer I've been an entrepreneur, I'm more and more considering whether or not like, being an entrepreneur is just like a mental disorder that you're turning into a positive thing. <laughs> yeah. It's just, yeah. Some people who like, like problems and like getting and doing crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you're using that energy instead of just making a mess. You're using it to like solve society's problems. Yeah, there you go. Hopefully Absolutely. maybe. Yeah. I, so would, my, I would um, say, yeah, the silver lining of the entrepreneur's mind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, it's been quite the adventure. And so now we, um, we're shifting towards this idea of, or so I, I talked about our design principles mm-hmm. and it feels like very like um, when I describe it, it feels a bit like paternalistic, like here's a shoe for you. And 
and like we're going to design for you. Mm -hmm. So we don't want to do that. We want to design with these populations we're talking about. Mm -hmm. So with differently abled people or if, you know, whatever particular problem we're trying to solve with people, with the differently abled for everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, So like Nike will get a top performer to come in to make the best running shoe. Right. We'll have people with the greatest footwear needs come in to design the most comfortable shoe. Um, so, and I think it's, it's really unique way of solving this, you know, really complex making adapt for cool or cool. Yeah. You know, how'd you say it? The, that train I'm still having, you're, you're bringing, you're bringing cool to that population as opposed to asking that population to go to cool, you know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, so we're cha- changing, you're redefining, cool yeah, you're redefining what is cool, what is hype, what is fashion. Yeah. With a bigger audience in mind and a more differently abled audience in mind. Yeah. Rather than saying, here is what the new slipper looks like. It's an open toe slide. Hope you can wear that. Hope yeah. you like it. But <laughs> yeah. that's cool. That's what someone's going to be wearing. So right. instead you're rewriting kind of the, the playbook on that. Yeah. So we're, we're designing this platform called the, I think we're going to call it the advisory design council. Mm-hmm. This is going to be like a group of differently abled people who approve of designs, get like the first samples. And like, so wow. we go through the sampling process yeah. with them. Um, so yeah, you design for the people with the greatest needs by the people with the greatest needs mm-hmm. to make the comfiest shoe for everyone. Sure. Yeah. So, um, and I think this is a problem that like a lot of different companies are starting to recognize like, mm-hmm. Oh, there's this, I think 30 million Americans have a disability. Wow. Like it's a okay. huge portion of the population. Um, and so like Nike recently, unveiled their new hands-free the go fly ease yeah. go fly ease. yeah super cool shoe it's mm-hmm. like a transformer shoe yeah. um i'm kind of, i'm somewhat i'm gonna buy a pair i want to try them out yeah. i'm somewhat skeptical skeptical of its lifetime value because yeah. i'm kind of afraid that heel is gonna fall off that's so kind of what you're because of it, yeah it's just yeah, yeah the same question that, with the uh that that rubber band, band that, that right. is supposed yeah. to be the shoelace you know that snap yeah, I also had the same same question. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm somewhat skeptical of that. And um, once again, so you have this durability risk mm-hmm. you're building into your shoe just so it can look like every other shoe out there. Right. Yeah. Um. So that's why it's like no, if it's gonna if there's a risk involved, we're not gonna put it in the shoe because this is like sure. our we're designing for this population. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And then if you watch, they have that great unveiling video. It took them three years to design that shoe. I mean, it's brilliant. And okay. Yeah. It, yeah. It, they put some serious brain power into that shoe. Um, but if you watch the video of them unveiling it, there's, I think there's one person with a disability in that video. Uh, they, they have a prosthetic. And it's yeah. like, this is what we're doing this for, the differently abled. And it's like, where are the differently abled people in this video? <laughs> Tanner and I talked about that on the episode where we talked about the shoe. A lot of Nike's fly ease efforts, fly ease is the terminology they use for that technology where it's supposed to help the differently abled. Up until this shoe, Fly Ease has been almost pretty exclusively marketed to the differently abled. Hey, this is supposed to make your mm-hmm. it's this is supposed to make the experience of putting on a shoe easier if you have trouble with maybe what people would consider the traditional methods. Mm-hmm. The Nike Go Fly Ease is the first shoe where they've said, "Yeah, it's that." But also if you're a gamer and it sucks to put your shoes on sometimes <laughs> or like yeah. if you're just going for a grocery run. So yeah, it's yeah. it's interesting to your point. This is the first time where you see them say, "I mean, it's got accessibility in mind, but maybe they're not staying laser focused on that. And yeah. Yeah. like you said, they're, they're now they're focused on accessibility, but still make it look like a normal shoe, you know? Yeah. And yeah. And so that whole video just felt like, um, yeah, I don't know. It almost felt like a bit paternalistic of 
Yeah, there wasn't a single it, on the design committee. Was there? I didn't see any. Yeah, differently abled people. So, um, so that's why we we want the uh, people with disabilities to be like at the center of our design process because mm-hmm. Ben and I and Louie can only get so far. Sure. Yeah, but you don't know the, the fine details. Yeah, because there's a lot of fine details to work out to make like. Mm-hmm you know, to pursue the vision of universal design. Mm-hmm. Um, but we think that, you know, doing this is, will push fashion in the right direction. That's really yeah. our goal, to make fashion more friendly. Yeah. Like, if I could say, like, our long-term goal, make fashion friendly for everybody. Mm-hmm. There you go. You know, it's a nice little yeah. ribbon to put on it. But um, in the meantime, you know, it's a great house shoe. Yeah, absolutely. Hey. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so we're just rolling out the lean Z's. I think we're being a little bit slower on the ads. We won't, we don't want to push them out as quick as we yeah. did with, um, we don't want to ha- have happen what happened last summer. Sure. Um, yeah. so we're back order situation you're talking about. Right. Yeah. yeah. So we want to, we want to grow with our supplier and make mm-hmm. sure. So like call them up with the phone, like, Hey, we need like a thousand shoes now. Yeah. Like that, that's a, that's a problem. Yeah. Um, so we'd prefer to sell them a little bit more slowly. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, now I think our, our biggest issue team wise is we uh we need more content. Yeah. You know? Cause I can sit here and talk all day about, you know, <laughs> what we're doing and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah. But like unless someone like puts it into like videos and images and like all this stuff, which I don't have the technical capabilities yeah. to do. So I think that's like our next focus is um content czar and then a chief designer who can work with um the design council of okay. you know, our group of um, differently abled individuals. Yeah. So that's kind of what 2021 is going to look like for us. Hopefully by the end of the year, we can have the lean too. Yeah. not making any promises, <laughs> um, but you can that, expect but... to see socks yeah, yeah. at the very least. That would be, yeah. that'll be awesome. a whole, a whole and, fit and new colorways with, um, the lean Z's. Oh yeah. Hopefully by this summer we'll have new colorways. What are we looking for? Um, we're going to go lighter. Okay. Ooh. All right. So not black. Okay. Obviously. <laughs> I, I, I think, yeah. Most anything in the oh, other direction darkest. would be. Yeah. 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 I like that. All right. Enough of the wholesome content. <laughs> hey, this is I, great. Yeah, this is way too wholesome. Yeah, this is right. way too wholesome. Let's get aggressive on the content. Time, Let's time, do it. Time to get weird. Okay. I, You see me wearing these, okay? I'm not wearing socks. What do you say? Say more pie to you, brother. You wear these without socks? Yeah. What's the comfort like? Or what's the... I guess maybe not comforts not the work because they, I mean, they, the comforts there. What's the, what's the heat like? Does your, does your foot get hot? Do you feel sweaty on the, on the inside of the slipper? No, that's like really the beauty of the, um, the fabrics we use on the top. It's, it's breathable. So yeah, air passes through that. It's not going to cut off circulation, but yeah, if it is cold, it does provide you an extra layer. And then, yeah, if it's really cold, put on socks and yeah, you may as well be, yeah, it's super warm. Man after my heart. (laughs) Not, yeah. wear, not wearing socks. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just I'm wearing. Not. It's just super cold today. That's it is very cold. Pretty chill today. I'm a big yeah. component of not wearing socks with shoes. There you so go. I can't do it with shoes, but with these, I feel like I could. And you that's think? yeah, that's the thing to love also, about. Also, I like that you uh, earlier you had talked about you know like specifically choosing certain materials and ones to stay away from. Not having like that. I don't know if it's like wool or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but most like house shoes or slippers oh, are lined yeah. with that. Synthetic, and they clump up. It's called synthetic fur. Yeah, there you go. It's yeah. disgusting. It's bad for the environment, well, and especially if you live in Louisiana. Up. Like, yeah. when is that? Aside from like this month, right now? Yeah, are you yeah. aware? Because the thing is, is now my feet are too hot. Now my feet are sweating in them. Now they're gross because is what I'll do is I'll take my shoe, I'll take them, them out, away. and then I'll go to put. Oh, those yeah, those have bit the dust. We should. I go to put my shoes back in. Guess what? 
wet from my sweat. If we do this again, we need to have a shoe burning. They just bring all these like nasty synthetic fur slippers and burn them in a big pile. I would love that. Disgusting shoes. Indoors, inside, in the studio. Yes, in the studio. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Breathe it Get all. The fire in. marshal in here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of wholesome motivations by this company, but then there's a lot of like, oh gosh, I hate those shoes. Like, yeah, yeah. Disgust. Just, like let's let's improve the sh- the slide on shoe market, please. Yes. Yeah. 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 Not that. having that material is the best. And even even with some of the the like the house shoes that I have now, they don't have that, which is fine. But I still find that my feet get too hot, mm-hmm. and I ha- I'm running into the same problem with their like the bottom where my toes are. It's just the slightest bit damp because my like my feet had sweated just a little bit, and now I can't wear them, and now my feet are cold. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Now we're back to step one. Now we're back to step one of do I put that is what ends up happening is I just put them, but I slowly just move my foot back to where I'm not just, just toes. my toes are just, just covered toes in the bottom of it. Yeah, I gotta ask because this is probably I mean really with the pandemic and you know you live in New Orleans we haven't seen each other a lot. I think this is only the second time I've seen you, maybe the Kanye event and now. Yeah. Both times wearing the leans. How often daily are you grabbing the leans over a shoe or a slipper or something like that? Unless I'm going for like an extensive walk, like 30 yeah. minutes plus, then I'm wearing leans. Yeah. And then, and I mean, yeah, I don't usually wear them in the law school for uh, aforementioned reasons. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So yeah, if I'm in if I'm in the law school building, I'm probably wearing sneakers. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, this episode's debunked that whole thing, so now you're clear. Yeah, I'm in the I'm in the clear, but I think it's a habit at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah, There you go. Yeah, as someone who just finished graduate school, nothing compared to law school. uh, I do appreciate you also being like, you know what? Let's just what what is also. So I'm already doing something that's top five hardest and stressful things to do, such as getting a graduate degree. What is even harder than that. Starting my own company. Yeah. So, a footwear company. I, yeah, yeah, I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. Very cool that we got to, you know, introduce someone and be like, ah, CEO, co-founder. Yeah. Very oh, yeah. cool yeah. that we get to uh, have that never in a million years. Yeah. I thought we'd be sitting with a CEO. Crazy. Yeah. So that is, that is why. And then to hear just a literal crayon drawing and then this yeah. in yeah. front of you it's is just, yeah. it is. Sometimes when I'm going through my camera roll to go find an old picture and I see all the things like almost have a panic attack. So it's like, it's not all glitz and glam. There's yeah. a lot of anxiety behind, uh, clearly the CEO and co-founder kind of life. Yeah. yeah. Do you have the, uh, the crayon drawing framed in an office? Is there an office? I don't know what Ben has done with that. No, oh, we Ben man. and I live together. So we call it the slipper cave. Like it's just, <sighs> that's amazing. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. So, uh, the whole thing's in office, man, you got to find that drawing. That's, that's history. Be he's that's, got he's got it somewhere. Got it. I know oh, he yeah, has yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, that's got to be framed. Ben, if you're watching, which I assume you are, come on. He's probably not going to watch this whole thing. Yeah, well, he should. He's got an attention span of like a golden retriever. That's fine. I'll just take him eight <laughs> that's why days he's such a, to watch it. That's why yeah. he's such a good entrepreneur. He's just like moving on to things. Louis will watch this. Love you, Louis. There it is. Louis Lou. So I guess last question probably before we wrap up then. What advice, if any, would you give to someone who's maybe looking to start their own footwear or slipper company? Cool footwear sliver company. I can give it. I can give advice in general. Yeah, yeah. So if you if you want to start a footwear slipper company, there's nothing I can do to improve your odds or dissuade you from doing it because you're probably mm-hmm. a crazy person who's just going to do what they're going to do. Yeah. So I I respect that and you know more power to you. But uh, entrepreneurship, I'd say, you know, like get don't. There's such things like paralysis by analysis, and mm-hmm. you can get so caught up in your head like, is this right? I'd say like whatever you're doing, get to 80% and just put it out there. 
Um, so do and it's something like do it poorly before do you do it well. Okay. Um, and then be okay with firing yourself. So I think mm. that's another thing. You kind of get something done, and then it kind of grows beyond your capacities. So marketing. Yeah. Quickly growing beyond my capacity, I fired myself and I hired Louie. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, now running an Instagram page or whatever, looking for all the places you can fire yourself. Okay. Like, that's, that's what you have, because so many businesses fail because the founder and the owner or whatever just has to be, have their finger in all the different pots. Yeah. And then it just gets out of control. They have a mental breakdown, falls apart. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just fire yourself constantly. I love that. Wow. Solid advice. Well, thank you, man, again and, for coming out. Oh, go yeah. Ahead. Go ahead. And actually, yeah, don't start a slipper company because I don't need any more competition. Yeah, <laughs> there it so, is. That's the go. real advice. Yeah, screw you. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, I you watch this whole thing. It's like I I'm going to compete with this guy. Screw yeah. you. He yeah. came here to learn all your secrets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, man. Thank you for coming out for an episode. Before we wrap up, uh, you want to tell the people the website, the Instagram, where they can find y'all. Yeah, where should I? I don't know what I'm supposed to be looking at. Um, is it this? This that is one? like Talladega Nights. Like, what do I do with my hands? <laughs> yeah. yeah um, it's uh, leandoers.com, L E A N, like leaning, doers, one word, leandoers.com. Instagram is leandoers underscore official. Facebook, it's something like that. Um, yeah. yeah. So just go buy a pair of used shoot podcasts for 25% off. There it is. We'll have the link in the description. Thank you, everyone, for watching another episode of State of the Union. We'll be back next week with another one. Peace.